That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear the coconuts clapping together. Nice. Doing like a Foley board version, a mimicking of the horses. How do you know he's the king? Traipsing through the... Exactly. Well, he's the only one who doesn't got shit all over him. Uh, traipsing through the snow. I mean, like, it, it, it's so old school Foley board, the, the background sound effects. I love holiday, holiday music so much. I don't care if it's modern day cutting edge. I don't care if it's Trans-Siberian Orchestra with jets of flame shooting towards the sky. I fucking love holiday music in all of its myriad forms, including Ferrante and Tyker. Ferrante and Tyker were two American piano players, and back in the 60s they got together, and they would largely do... It wasn't only holiday music they would do, but they, you know, they're, not everybody was a groovy, acid-drenched freak <laughs> in the 60s, right? There had to be stuff that Marsha Brady and even Marsha Brady's mom could listen yeah. to, right? Carol Brady. And, and so in the 60s, there was all this cool stuff that was sort of loungy, sort of light rocky, sort of amazing. And Ferrante and Tyker were among that group. They put out literally hundreds of records during the 60s and early 70s of mild piano interpreted versions of adult contemporary pop music but when the holidays came around that's where these fuckers made their money i mean it went on you look up ferrante and tyker f-e-r-r-a-n-t-e and tyker t-i-c-h-e-r you're gonna find more than 200 christmas records over the course of five years those guys couldn't stop themselves both wearing big black rim glasses and goofy ass square ass suits and some of the greatest holiday music of all time again it's like montavani it's like 101 strings right totally cheesy your grandparents square friends listen to it brilliant i love this time of year music evokes memories and that reminds me of being dragged through downtown Dayton's with my mom. Oh my god. You know, for shopping. Like yeah, that yeah, yeah. was that song must have been on repeat. But I just remember just being and you'd you'd be all you know all your winter gear and it was yeah. it was seventy five in the store, seventy five <laughs> degrees. <laughs> right. And you're just packed in this snowsuit. And you still have your hat yeah. and, and your you're scarf just, you're and your mittens sweating. on. Right. You're just sweating exactly. like crazy. You pray to up, God it will end. <laughs> you bring up a fascinating thing right there. By the way, it's the Brian Oak Show, episode two hundred and nine, made possible by our good friends at Smart Start MN. Here we are in the Smart Start MN studios. But I mean that to me is a powerful, powerful childhood memory of, of those of us who are of a certain age downtown used to actually be this incredible destination oh yeah before it was a place of fear yes a place of outright crime and murder right yeah. i mean like it was a destination when places like dayton's were downtown there that was a an annual pilgrimage you would go look at the windows and then on the eighth floor of dayton's there would always be the display and yes. some years it would be the grinch some years it would be whatever, right? I mean, yeah. like, but there were these animatronic things oh, that yeah. you'd go through and look at. And it was, I mean, but I loved it because it speaks to that nostalgia of that time where you are going downtown and again, you are hot and you're irritated. You're like, oh, why are we doing this? But then you'd walk by and you'd see these <laughs> animatronic puppets very poorly executed yes. Yes. looking back and forth with their yeah. red mittens and their elf hats on. And it would be terrible, but also wonderful. So, you know, Dayton's just relaunched. I know they did. I know they did. And they've done something similar. Now, it's not quite the old school eighth floor thing that we all did when we were growing up. But, I I mean, so it may not have been Ferrante and Tyker's version of Sleigh Ride. Yeah. But, oh, you damn sure heard Sleigh Ride when you were walking downtown. Absolutely. Man. 
That's evocative. And they pumped the music outside, too, which was great. Exactly. That was what was cool about walking down. They had the really bad garland, you know, going across the lights. Of course they did. The little poorly lit candles and that kind of stuff. Exactly. Here's the deal, man. Christmas, it means a lot of things to a lot of different people. And some people do not give an actual F at all about Christmas. And that's 100% cool. But growing up with the traditions that I did, this time of year will always hold a special place for me. It's why I've got this deep almost compulsion when it comes to holiday music. I don't care how cheesy. I don't care how modern. I don't care how weird or how different. Like I said, you know what? I just got offered tickets to go see, um, who are the European? Oh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I've never seen it and it sounds terrible, but it also sounds amazing. It sounds like I should be there. I bet if you went to it, you would stay for the whole thing. Europeans with long, flowing hair playing violins as explosions erupt (laughs) around them. Not really, you know, jolly old St. Nick type stuff, but there's something that makes me want to go really bad because I've never been before. Microdosing is what I would suggest. Go on. It is the (laughs) holiday season. I'm Brian. That is Sean. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 209 of the podcast, made possible by SmartStartMN. SmartStartMN.com is where you begin to learn about what they provide. It's weird that the primary sponsor of our podcast is someone I hope you never call. That's not the way that game is supposed to work, right? But that's also not the way life works. People make bad decisions. People get festive and they start to enjoy themselves. And as you've pointed out many times, Sean, you and I have both been down this path a couple times. It turns out when you have a few drinks, you start to imagine that maybe... You are the superhero. Yeah. That's Maybe you are the person who's going to beat the odds this time. You know what? I'll be honest. I'm a little shit-faced, but I know I can get home. I'm going to one-eye it. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to drive slow in the right-hand lane. And guess what? A night in jail, I don't care if it's during the holiday season or when it is, sucks fucking out loud. All right? And we all know that. Well, we don't all know it. But I hope you never know it. But if you do know it, you're going to lose your license and you're going to need to get back into your car. And Smart Start MN are the people who originated the ignition interlock system here in Minnesota. They're the ones who worked with the legislature and the judiciary. And then a bunch of carpetbaggers came in. A bunch of corporate types came yeah. in. Chugs. Yep, squares. Why don't you work with some cool people, people that you and I know, Ed and Mike and their entire crew, they are the ones that are going to get you back into your car for easier and much sooner and for less money than you might otherwise expect. Yeah, if you're in that scenario, you might be thinking, I need a deal. And they can give you a deal. 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock system if you go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. The best case scenario if you get a Dewey, <laughs> 10 grand. That's, oh, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. Oof. So A, don't do it. But if you do get in trouble or you know someone that matters to you that did get in trouble, please contact our friends uh, at Smart Start MN. I'm Brian. That's Sean. We are going to be talking to a local singer-songwriter coming up just ahead who is also holiday adjacent. Uh, and we're going to find out more about him because we've never met before today. And I always like meeting new people. A big part of this show is the hashtag always learning. Yeah. We like to meet new people. We like to hear new music. But I also, as I may have mentioned, am something of a freak when it comes to holiday music. And I really, I don't discriminate. Like I said, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, cool, hit me. Bing Crosby, I don't mind the classics, but I like to dig around a little bit. And it turns out there's a ton of classic country that has produced some of the great holiday singles 
ever, right? And so this guy, Farron Young, he was the sort of rockabilly heartthrob in the late 50s and early 60s when rockabilly was still very much a thing. So much so that he, there was like a, a fan club. Like, it's like, hey, Fran. And, like, and, and so every time I buy one of his old records on the back, it's like, right to the fan club. I'm like, yeah, I'll bet that person's not returning those letters anymore. Uncle of Angus Young, right? Nope. No, oh, this okay. guy's not Australian. No, no. <laughs> all this right, guy, all right. In fact, where'd he come from? Shreveport, Louisiana <laughs> oh, is where Farron okay. Young came Maybe from. Maybe a different family. And so, you know, I like some <laughs> classic country, don't love all of it, but Farron Young has this great voice, and he, again, if you look at him, he's not exactly a knockout, but for the time, you know, it was a different, you and I in the 50s, we could have wandered around this it. town, we could, we could have picked whatever we wanted. Just walked around, picked it up, just like Farron Young did. Anyway, uh, Farron Young put out some really, really incredible holiday songs, including this one right here. So if you're feeling at all emotional or looking for a relationship this holiday season or you feel like it's that close, listen to this one very closely. Some Farron Young on The Brian Oak Show. You're the hang. On top of my Christmas tree You're the snow that glitters for me You're the laughter of children The carols they sing Your voice like Whether you like it or not, there is going to be 
Well, that's probably a little aggressive for the holiday season. Hey, guess what? Something to look forward to on every upcoming episode of The Brian Oak Show. Better show? There you go. Thank you. Uh, something to look for- full. <laughs> Thank you. Something to look forward to on every edition of The Brian Oak Show between now and Christmas. My love of the holidays overfloweth, right? I love this kind of... In fact, I think we're going to have our DJ friend Dean Vaccaro in to do a whole Christmas music episode in the not-too-distant future. I just... I love it so much, but I, I like to go all over the map. Now, do I want to hear old-school Western swing, singing cowboy country music every song throughout the holiday season? God, no. I want some Andrew yeah, sisters in up. there, right? I, I love the classics, but it's it's fun to dig a little deeper. And so we'll continue to find songs to add to your playlist during the course of this holiday season right here on The Brian Oak Show, which is supported in part by my friend, my business partner, and the producer of this show, also realtor for Edina Realty, 50th and France location, Sean Bernard. Sean, before we get to today's guest, tell me how things are going in the realty biz, because people are obviously in a spending mood this time of year, but this is not typically the time of year that people are thinking about pulling up roots and moving locations, right? Not necessarily, but a lot of people are planning for next year. I've found that like a lot of people are reaching out and saying, hey, we're thinking about listing in the spring. Uh, They might be going through a life change of some point, like their kids moving out, or they hope that their kids move out, those sorts of things. God, that's never going to (laughs) happen. Exactly. Or, you know, in some cases, a lot of cases, people are saying, hey, my folks are thinking about downsizing. Um, Let's start that conversation so we can start clearing out their place now and start the conversation over the holidays so we can get mom's place cleared out by, you know, June or July. Um, if you know of somebody that's looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594, donating a portion of every buy and sell to a local artist or musician again this year. And you're going to make that the policy throughout the year? Yeah, I'm going to do it again. Or at I, least I just, for a while. Yeah, people were so grateful for it. The artists were so grateful for it. And I was like, you know what? With what we do on this show and with my some of my core beliefs and giving back, uh, and plus how devastated a lot of the musicians were over the pandemic... Um, just to give a little bit to them, to give them a little bit of hope and to keep making music. Um, and I think the show with Annie and the Bang Bang was a great example of that. It was just, they were so gracious and uh, that was just so much fun to celebrate their music and their upcoming album and that sort of thing. So, well, I mean, so we'll do that. Walkie Talkie, yeah. right, the latest from Annie and the yeah. Bang Bang. We just had this past weekend a um, a Patreon thank you event for all the people who have supported us, all the past guests, all the Patreon supporters, all the friends and supporters of the show, which it's hard to believe, right? Like podcasts, I'm going to be real blunt for just a moment here. I've, I've, when you first asked me to do a podcast, I listened to two of them. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck what a podcast. Yeah. So in that meantime, though, I have dabbled here and there many times over our two years. We just passed our two year Mm -hmm. anniversary and they are garbage. Um, and again, I'm not trying to be hostile. It's the holidays. I gotta, I gotta peel that back. Don't I? Well, some are less interesting than you otherwise might expect. Even if the person's an expert, it doesn't mean they know how to make a show. And so it's been a thrill to work with you, Sean, and the wide variety of guests, whether they be musicians, no matter what walk of life they come from. You and I have had the really good fortune of being here in the Smart Start MN studio, meeting a wide array of people, doing Mm -hmm. an incredible amount of stuff. So thanks to everybody who came to the event. And if you've never been a member of our Patreon community, patreon.com slash the Brian Oak Show, all one word. Learn more. If you can support the show, that would be wonderful. And moving ahead more frequently, we will be doing these events. 
Yeah, and although the world can be a big dumpster fire, it, it just gives me so much hope when we have somebody in here and they tell me about how they're trying to make the world a better place. And that might be just making music. Yeah. But it might be some other way. But and then that like event, karate. Yeah, that event. Yeah, they could be like, hey, I'm going to do karate in case, you know, yeah. you get, you're going to get carjacked. I will karate those people. Yeah. All the way down. No, remember the Guardian Angels back in like the 70s Absolutely. and 80s with their red berets? Heck yeah. What we need is karate cats, people who wear little cat headbands yes. with cat ears, but they also have karate outfits to protect vigilantes. I encourage when. Karate, Just tell me when. karate vigilantes <laughs> in our community. I like it. Let's go ahead and welcome our guest. His name, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ben, we try, we, we try to keep it relatively reasonable, but every once in a while, you catch us during a wacky moment. Ben Cook-Feltz, <laughs> local singer-songwriter, is our guest on the show. Never met him before. Ben, welcome to the Brian Oak Show. Thank you so much. Nice Happy to have you here. Thank you. It's How are you here. today? I'm good. All right. Good. Very good. Um, couple questions before we dig into the essential nature of mm-hmm. Ben mm. Cook Feltz. Oh, dear. Um, how do you feel about the holiday season? Do you enjoy the holidays? I love the holidays. Do you? And what do you love most about them? Really just, I love the sense of family and the sense of uh, memory that, they, that the holidays bring. And I love the music. Everything about it, I know that it can be, you know, a total corporate behemoth kind of a thing you know we're forcing you to be nostalgic but i i go all in on it i just love it i so again i love the nostalgia but i always like i mean there are certain songs that talk about maybe this year right like mm. maybe this is the year and of course it's not we live on a diarrhea planet but <laughs> but hope springs eternal yeah, right indeed, indeed. and it's also, also nice like as i've gotten older i really have started to, to appreciate and and embrace the notion that you know it really is more the thought than the gift that matters. Like, when someone you didn't expect is like, oh, here's a little something I got for you. I just want to throw it under the tree. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you gave me. That's fucking awesome that someone bothered to think Mm -hmm. about you. It's pretty important during the darkest and coldest days of the year. Oh, for sure. Where'd you grow up? Cedar Falls, Iowa. All right, so you're an Iowa boy. Mm -hmm. How long did you live in Iowa? I lived there until I was 23. Okay, so you clearly started making music before you turned 23. (laughs) Yes. But what was the first time, I mean, whether it's singing in church, whether it's singing in school, when's the first time you remember making music and being like oh it feels really good uh it was when i was in second grade um i i'm a self-taught piano player and uh also a big fan of godzilla movies i love everything (laughs) godzilla go on (laughs) so um in the fall of 1988 i was seven years old and uh, i was watching a godzilla movie on tbs it was super scary saturday they would do this every saturday morning you're in second grade here Mm -hmm. all right i'm just trying to set the scene thank you (laughs) yeah i'm in second grade it's a saturday so i'm not in school Mm -hmm. and um i watched a godzilla movie it was mothra versus godzilla one of my favorite movies of all time (gasps) the little tiny twins the magical twins oh my god i'm sorry i I hate to interrupt please go (laughs) hey that's fine um, but I loved, I was struck by the music in that movie specifically. And somehow I was able to go over to the piano and I just started playing the themes that I was listening Whoa. to. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And, and, and just from, from then on out, I was like, I really like to play the piano. I really like to make music. So literally by ear, you were able to figure out a tune that you'd been listening to before. Yeah. Wow. I mean, cause that's not <laughs> common. 
Maybe it's not. I don't know. But okay. Well, but for you, it happened. <laughs> yeah. So as you start to move forward, do you decide to do any sort of formal training, or you're like, I got this shit down. Nah. I I just did Godzilla. There, tell me what. I, <laughs> yeah. Tell me what, what I else can't do. I do. What What can't I do? Right, sign me up for the Godzilla karaoke <laughs> nights. Yeah. Um, no, I I did. I did. I, I got formal training. Um, in addition to being a piano player, I'm also a drummer. Okay. And so I did go to school. I went to. Uh, University of Northern Iowa studied percussion, so right. that's my formal training. Um, and yeah, so wait, wait. Now, let me ask a question though, because mm-hmm. this is an important thing. I think it's one thing for someone to be like, "I'm going to college and I'm going to study music." Mm. You decide you're going to study percussion. Mm-hmm. At any point, did your family try to have an intervention and be like, "Drummers don't get laid, bro"? <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> well. no, they didn't. They, I was, I was very lucky. I guess I don't know. Um, but, but you, I mean, but you decided like so. At some point, aside from melody, rhythm became the thing that you wanted to do, and that's what you decided to study. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of part and parcel. Um, rhythm, studying percussion, it's a little weird. Piano, I think, because I'm self-taught. I'm very protective of it. Yeah. So if someone says to me, "Well, you didn't play that part very well," I kind of take it a little personally i try not to i'm always working on it you're allowed to swear on this show by the way so if there's anyone in particular you want to call out <laughs> and give the no, f-bomb to no, just, no, i'm, I'm, just, I'm, no, I'm oh, just planting no. that seed for somewhere down the road i love christmas so much it's yeah. such a great um no but um with with drumming and with percussion anytime someone would be like you didn't play that very well. You can do better. I'd always be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I can. I just always really just enjoyed learning percussion and and trying to better myself to maybe the standards of my teachers and other people. Like it just so, but but the two do go hand in hand. Well, of I mean, course, it's all I mean, music. well, they're it's all attached, yeah. but there are vaguely different philosophies while they are intertwined and the venn diagram does overlap for certain there is something about rhythm that obviously interplays with melody a great Mm -hmm. deal but it 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 to me it occupies a different space not not an entirely dissimilar space but one yeah well anyway we 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 can go to those vagaries later (laughs) i I know nothing about music theory were you a math whiz as a kid no math and science were not my friends that's interesting though with percussion and yeah with and everything else. Like ton, ton, tiki, tall, tiki, ton, ton, tall, tiki. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that are, for some reason, really, really strong with math. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I can count to four, which That's is good, because you need well, that to play the drums. You just got to get through that one that measure, me right? Get through wizard. that one measure. There we you go. You are a wizard. <laughs> oh, thank you. This guy knows how to count to four. Wow. Do you, being a percussion guy, mm-hmm. do you own a gong? I do not own a gong. Well, then you're not a person. Well, then what guy. kind of what kind of drummer are you? <laughs> if you don't own a um, gong, what are you thinking? I, I guess I don't know. Save yeah, it up. I'm save so up sorry. money for a gong. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if someone buys a house from Sean, decides to send Ben Cook Feltz the money, maybe then we can finally have the 2021 gong christmas that he's always dreamed of yeah. great name ben, for a podcast gong christmas the gong Bef- show before we that's been done before oh, and okay. we, there's no way we can match the brilliance of that show before we go any further i don't like to go too long without hearing some music and you being a musician mm-hmm. both you know influenced and educated in melody and percussion you are also as you said love the holidays mm-hmm. are we going to hear one of your holiday songs right now we are this is this is a cover song i i have not worked up the gumption to write a holiday song yet but this is a cover of one of my favorite christmas songs uh originally by the band slade and the song's called merry christmas everybody (laughs) 
You tell me that a longtime friend of the Brian Oak Show podcast, Sarah Morris, is mm-hmm. on that particular track. Yes. And how do you come to know Sarah Morris? Uh, through gigging. Uh, I've known her for about six years now. Yeah. Um, we just happened to, you know, play a few bills together. And um, ever since then, you know, I, I, I've sat in with her band on it a couple of times and she's sung background harmonies on some of my stuff. Right. And, you know. That's just kind of how it works, it seems like. Well, which is great. But, I mean, I'm not surprised to find out that she would want to play ball because <laughs> she is one of the kindest and coolest people mm-hmm. that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting in the Minnesota music situation. Yeah, she's pretty She's wonderful. wonderful. Is that particular song right there? So Slade, Slade is one of these great British bands that mm-hmm. growing up, the only reason I ever heard of Slade is because I'm old enough that I heard Quiet Riot cover all their songs and right. ride them to fame. <laughs> Seriously, come on, feel the noise. Yep. Mama, we're all crazy now. And then years later, someone's like, well, you know those aren't their songs, right? I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Of course, it's quiet, right? And then I heard about Slade, and because Slade was not, I mean, that wasn't a super popular America. I mean, they right. didn't really cross over in America, all right. the glam and the pub rock they did, and then coming to find out about them. But that's a great song right there. Is that available on your particular Christmas release? It is. Uh, it's available on the record that I put out last year called Merry BC Effing Christmas. And let's be very clear before anyone gets offended, mm-hmm. that stands for Ben Cook Felt. Indeed. BCFing Christmas. Yes, BCF is my kind right. of moniker. Your bit. Uh, yeah, so that song is on there um, in addition to several other songs, uh, some classics. Yeah, some. No, more than a few. I, I've taken a look right <laughs> here, and there's a lot of them on there. So, yeah. um, hey, before we talk any more with Ben, I want to make sure that we get a mention in for Forgotten Star Brewing. They are a sponsor of this fine podcast. And it turns out that during this holiday season, if you're feeling dark, despondent, lost, Wondering what comes next. Now, it can't last year round, but the very first thing they have listed on their page is they're now hiring an ice rink attendant. 
How about that? Think about that. Like, what are about, they saying Zamboni driver or just ice rink attendant? I, I look. I can't quantify it. All right. I like don't a know. Mini Zamboni. I don't know. No. If they have a I, I, don't, I mean, and they they have a great budget over there, and they're very good people. And the curling will go on all winter long with yes. great effervescence and fortitude all i know is they're looking for an ice rink attendant it says here great pay and awesome opportunity to join their growing team let's be honest we like the boys over there right yeah we're good we do. at what they do and they've got this iconic building in fridley just outside of north minneapolis they do an incredible job they like beer they like curling they like live music they like comedy they have an incredible array of events they've got a really cool space and now you could be there if you want to be the ice rink attendant it's not really like a hall monitor, though, right? Like an ice monitor? Are you kind of watching the behavior of people that they're not checking? There's I can't no checking. promise. I, I Again, I don't know the details. Yeah. I, all I know is I'm looking at someone with a very expressive look on their face standing on the ice rink. What that entails exactly, you can find out for yourself when you head to ForgottenStarBrewing.com. Learn everything you need to know. Take a look at that iconic brewing. Also, for those of you who are not even looking for a gig, it's a pretty cool place. Year-round, dog-friendly, inside and out. Definitely worth checking out. We are talking to Ben Cook Feltz. Ben, you grew up in Iowa. You decide you're going to go to school for percussion, but you still obviously always love melody. Mm -hmm. Then at some point, you're like, you know what? I'm heading up to the big city. (laughs) I'm going to Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. What brought you up here? Um, more schooling actually brought yeah me. really yeah I was I was interested in studying recording so I came up here and went to McNally Smith for mm-hmm. a couple of years um, and then I just stuck around um, I fell in love with the community and then I fell in love with you know my wife yeah and just kind of put up roots and just decided to just to stay here because I really like it well I'll be honest I mean Sean and I are both from here I mean I've, you know since I've been I, I am from here um <laughs> It's cool. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good place, right? It's yeah. it's the right size. It's got the right feel. It's got. I I just I love everything about it. I don't yeah. mind the cold and the snow. But I don't. Well, I don't really love the humid hot summers. But I love <laughs> I love I love the radical transition of seasons here. Mm-hmm. And I got to be honest, that's probably what keeps me here more than anything else. Yeah. Other than that, the people. You know, I mean, Sean and I have done this podcast now for two years. Yeah. We get to talk to this incredible cross section of people who inform and educate and entertain this particular community. It's a pretty great place. So when do you decide, you know what? I'm going to make music all the damn time. When does that start for you? <laughs> that started not long after I got out of school. Okay. Uh, really, it, it, I, was, I was looking for, for internships and things in studios, and I realized, because while I was going to school, I was performing. Yeah. And I realized that I really was missing being on stage. Like, as much as I liked doing the 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 board stuff i really wanted to be making music to a crowd and just connecting with people and 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 experiencing that so really i've been gigging pretty regularly in the city since for i guess for the past 15 years now which is i mean it's weird how you turn around one day and you're like no i've actually been doing this for 15 years (laughs) i I mean that kind of stuff is a mind bender to me because It it just keeps happening how many records do you have under your belt Oh boy, uh, five. All right, very yeah. good. What's ground zero for Ben's music? Like, if people want to go and check your stuff out, or find out more about you, or know who and what you are, or maybe even when they can see you the next time. Ah, yeah. Well, it is all on my website. Oh, you have a website. I do have a website, bencookfelts.com. And from there, you can branch out to all the different places you can find me. Um, I am on all the streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music. All that good stuff. I think I'm on title. I don't know. I don't have a title account. <laughs> are you friend? Are you friends with Jay Z? 
Oh yeah, Best yeah? Buds. Yeah, yeah. You and, guys do and, some collabs, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is yeah. Bandcamp hush, the, hush. the best place for you as far as place to get your stuff where you get the the highest margins? Absolutely, Bandcamp right. for sure. Bankfeldstabbandcamp.com. Uh, Especially on the first Fridays of the month, because yep. that's when we get all of the royalties. Can we mention yeah. your semi-famous wife? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my semi-famous wife is the one and only <laughs> Ellen Stanley, a.k.a. Mother Banjo. I've heard of her. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. She says hi, by the way. And well, you two have a child, right? How old is your child we now? We do. My kid is two and a half oh years old. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I remember so when she was pregnant. Yeah. You're in the teeth so of I. it right now. Woo. Yeah. All, here's all the, thing. the baby teeth. No, but I mean, people talk about the terrible twos. Now, I've got a 23-year-old, and I'm not <laughs> saying it gets entirely better. It just morphs. It changes. Mm-hmm. But when people talked about the terrible twos, I kept looking at my wife, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's it's heavy, and it's a lot of work, and you yeah. got to keep it alive, and you got I mean, you got to keep doing this thing and, and figure it out and be a good parent. Didn't seem so bad. And then three really? came along. When they started to, I mean, already, as I'm certain, your child has developed a personality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I, there's nothing that's prepared you for three yet, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> three was right. way tougher than two with us, that's, with our That daughter, was the whole too. thing. Everyone wow. kept talking about the terrible yeah. twos. Three was a freak show. It was the, okay. She established her independence uh, at three. To say the very like, least. Is what I would like to say. I, I would like, <laughs> and so, again, I'm not trying to alarm you. I'm just saying yeah. that for whatever you may have been told, because here's the other thing about being a parent of a young child. People love to give you advice, don't they? Oh yes. I mean, and it's, no, I've never it's, heard any advice about no, that. No, 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 no. No one's really said anything. No, no. it's weird. And especially people who don't have kids when they start <laughs> oh, piping. You know what you should do. You know what you should do. I don't, I'd tell you to fuck off yeah. because you know. I mean, like, honest to God, mind your own business. So you are maintaining music. Your wife is maintaining music. This is what you're doing yeah. moving forward. We just got through a pandemic. I don't know if you noticed it, but there was a global shutdown that happened for a little while. a bit fewer gigs there for a year and a half or so. Exactly. And so does that, and it's it's interesting to me because Sean and I have talked to so many artists who have come through, and you would think that from an artist perspective, again, for those of us who are non, well, I'm not saying I'm a non-creative, but for those of us who don't make music for a living, um, a lot of people are like, what could you ask for that would be better, just sitting in your house all the time, nothing but free time? And what I found not universally, but in a large proportion, it was not a terribly creative time no. for most musicians I know. Was that the situation for you? Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of one reason I made this Christmas record was right. I wanted something to focus on that didn't necessarily involve creating. It it took me almost literally a full year between when everything shut down and then when I started writing songs again and feeling okay doing it. it it's, I mean, and again, for those people who don't like, you know, they don't paint, they don't sculpt, they don't write songs, they yeah. don't bake, whatever the case is, they would think that like for a creative, nothing better than all this free time. But everybody had a giant boot pressing down on them the whole time. Exactly. Not being able to see anyone, almost feeling like you couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. It's not a creative environment. No, no. I do not work well um, under anxiety. Like I can work well under pressure, but this wasn't pressure. This yeah. was just general slow roll anxiety that never really let up i don't get to see anyone and mm-hmm. are we all going to die right i mean that, that's that doesn't seem like not an exactly idea. the no. juice that you want to take <laughs> no. not an ideal creative no. environment but that was one reason that i wanted to make a christmas album yeah. was because we were talking about how you know christmas music evokes nostalgia and mm-hmm. evokes nice positive happy feelings and so it was nice to 
kind of try my best to put myself in a position where I was thinking mm-hmm. about the people I couldn't be seeing and, and, and thinking about happier times and everything. I mean, it really, it, it was as much um, a therapeutic thing for me to do as it was anything else. You have a, an upcoming show this coming weekend yes. to celebrate the release of this Christmas album. Before we talk about that, I hate going too long without hearing music. It, All right. It makes me itchy, right? And so you luckily have picked a couple more songs for us. Now, this yep. next one is by Minnesota's probably, by most metrics, most famous son. Yeah. Tell me your feelings about the artist and why you picked this song. <laughs> well, I love this artist. I love every single... Like, I love all of his strange corners and, and nooks and crannies all as a of career. Them? I love the idea of all <laughs> of them. <laughs> nice. I, love- and I, I, don't mean, I don't mean to put your feet to the fire. No, no, that's but fine. But I mean, like, Bob Dylan has done, obviously, <laughs> obviously changed the course of American... And even Western culture's music, right? right. Nobody can argue that. Right. But when you become a certain size and when you become a certain thing and when you become a certain entity, there's no one left to tell you no. And even if they did, yeah, you're enough. not going to listen. You can do anything you want. And I try, man, but there are some records I just cannot get into. Yep. No, I, I completely agree with you and I, and I understand that. I like um, the idea of Brilliant. Thank you. Well done, man. Um, thank you. So, but this is from the Christmas album that he put out i guess about 10 years ago now probably and uh the, the, i find this record beautiful and baffling and and everything in between and this is my favorite song from it very much like bob dylan in general exactly Sleigh. 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 Sleig
so at Ben's recommendation, I just watched the video, at least half of it over here on YouTube <laughs> on my laptop. And uh, madness. Uh, Dylan himself is wearing some sort of Tom Petty looking wig with yeah. a hat, a festive sort of Dickensian hat. Uh-huh. And the madness is going on. But then a weird, dark undercurrent unfolds that you do not expect at all in the uh-huh. video. Uh-huh. Um, and again, we're just singing a song about Santa, but Dylan's <laughs> not Dylan's not like a normal person, no. is he? No. And he's allowed to do whatever he wants, and apparently he was feeling it that particular day. Before we continue our conversation with Ben Cook Feltz, I do want to say once again thank you to the Hook and Ladder Theater, uh, who do an incredible job in South Minneapolis. They survived the riots and the burning when much of that neighborhood was literally torched to the ground. So thank you for that. They're a nonprofit outlet. They're exceptionally artist-friendly, and they've been incredible hosts for us when we do our Patreon events there, which we just did one this past weekend. Thanks to Chris Mozina and the staff there. Everybody there. They do our, uh, bartender job. Doug was fantastic, and they really pieced that all together kind of last minute because it was about a week and a half before the event that we pieced we, we put it all together. So. It's weird that Sean and I would do anything by the seat of our pants yeah, at the last it's minute. Odd, isn't it? That's not really us. Um, <laughs> we're usually months out in front of it, but we appreciate them. We appreciate everyone who came out. Annie in the Bang Bang live. Mm. Uh, like imagine a great female-fronted Minnesota rock band, but then imagine hearing these cool, weird moments of post-punk and new wave that you didn't expect to come in, and and also the energy she brings. She might be my age, and she seems like she's less than half my age. And a bunch of her students showed up and danced, and it just brought the energy up to the whole place. There was like eight Eight or ten students. I that talked just to them all afterwards, and, danced, and I said, and they were so much fun. Next time we have awesome. a Patreon event, you're on the payroll. Absolutely. So right. any, anybody who wants to join us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash The Brian Oak Show, we will continue to have more of these events. We also insist on paying the artist. Nobody plays for free. We play the pay the venue. Sean and I, even amongst our modest means, believe that art deserves to be paid for, and we're thanking you if you're a Patreon member or a longtime supporter or a former guest. We owe you all of it, and so we definitely appreciate it. So it was a great time. Also, thanks to our good friends at AudioQuip, Nate and his entire crew. They're the ones who have decked out our studio with all this professional equipment. Let's be honest, as I was getting at on a previous episode, sometimes podcasts sound like you're recording it into a phone that was put out five generations ago <laughs> nothing wrong with that fidelity is not everything right sometimes content is king apple five but there phone. is there is something about broadcasting that demands a certain level of quality if you want to enjoy it in the long term and especially with how much live music we have on this show so our thanks to audio quip if you're getting back out there you're doing a show you are doing a presentation you're doing a ted talk whatever it might be audioquip.com but make sure you get the minnesota one because a couple other people are trying to bite that rhyme there are other audio quips out there so mm-hmm. make sure you get the one based here in minnesota and again thanks to our sponsors thanks to everybody we appreciate it ben you have mm-hmm. this Christmas record out. How long has it been out now? It's been out for almost exactly a year. All right, almost exactly one year. But finally, now that we're not all locked down in our hermetically sealed chambers, right. you get to get out to another really cool place in town. Some of the best shows I've ever seen have happened at the Ice House on yeah. Nicollet in South Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be there this coming Sunday. I am. This Sunday, early evening. It's a 6.30 show. Uh, Love I've, that. <laughs> I do, too. Sean and I talk about this yep. all the time. As again, you know, moving to the other side of middle-aged men, yes. <laughs> getting up early to go to work in the morning. Yeah. I wish more shows would do this. This is mm. perfect, especially on a Sunday. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. I think it's 
I'm fully in favor of so it. So this coming Sunday, doors mm-hmm. are at 6 o'clock, right? Uh, doors are at 5. Oh, at 5. All right, very so good. You, you got, play at 6. We play at 6.30. So you got ninety minutes to get settled oh, in. Well, I am looking food. at your. I'm looking at the info online, and it says it's six o'clock. So I don't want people oh, to get dear. confused. That's okay. You know what? If they get there early, it means they have to have a right. drink and maybe eat a little food before right. they settle in for all of the holiday magic. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Um, I've I've gathered a lot of the people that um, contributed to the Christmas album, mm-hmm. um, including Sarah Morris, who we mentioned before, Mother Banjo, who we mentioned before, mm-hmm. uh, Doug Collins. Zach, oh, love Doug. Yeah. He was the ho, ho, ho guy on my was he really? Christmas song. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Doug's a great dude. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Scott Johnson, Jason Roberts, They mm-hmm. Self, uh, a.k.a. Doc mm-hmm. uh, from KFAI. Um, so they're going to be a part of the show. Dan Gorder's going to be there. Um, and a group called The OK Factor are going to be opening. Uh, they're a string duo, a fiddle player and a cello player, and they're really, really good. Right. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. There's, we're going to play a lot of the songs from the record, some songs that weren't on there. There's going to be some music, some comedy, whole lot of love, maybe some sing-alongs. Who knows? You know? Well, there's got to be sing-alongs. Yeah. I mean, it's the holidays, right? Exactly. You ever, has anybody in this room ever been so many, many years ago, 25 years ago, maybe longer, I was invited over to a friend's house. We're like, hey, we're going to sit around. We're going to drink some nog. We're just yep. going to have a nice little holiday thing. Mm-hmm. But you weren't really fully informed on how it was going to unfold and when you got there there was an extremely formal tree trimming ceremony while the wife sat and played holiday carols and then they would walk over to you and hold you like what looked like a family heirloom and look at you like you were being honored with a great gift (laughs) and give you the ornament and then you look towards the tree you're like it's my turn now where shall i put it yeah and i i i Sound, sounds very Dickensian. In yeah, very yeah. Dickensian, but in a... And again, these were really nice people. They yeah. couldn't have been kinder people. But they did not let us know that this was like a, a formal tree trimming ceremony yeah. with all of the accompanying... Trappings. Terror. Trappings. <laughs> <laughs> well put. An excellent choice of words. So there's not going to be any of that weirdness, right? Just enjoying, singing oh, no. along, having fun yes. at your event, right? Yes, absolutely. There'll be no formal tree decorating ceremonies or anything like that. That we, you that, know that of. That we know of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like Ben Cook Feltz has got some magic in the works. Kind of an eyes wide shut moment. Potentially. Okay, oh, down. I'm just saying. The tree, trimming, be... the tree trimming was not like that. Okay. <laughs> It wasn't like masks. No, okay, there were right, no all masks. Right. All right. Okay. And at no point did our clothes come off. We just hmm. hung. Hmm. Well, hmm. Hmm. I'd like to stop talking about that story. <laughs> ben Cook Feltz is his name. Now, uh-huh. normally there's a hyphen between Cook and Feltz, but if you want to go online, Ben Cook Feltz, F E L T Z, all one word dot yeah. com, is ground zero for information, mm-hmm. for music. If I want to go to Bandcamp and I'm like, this guy deserves some actual money for the work that he's created. We go to Bandcamp and do yeah. Ben Cook Feltz, all one word? Uh, ben Cook hyphen Feltz. Oh, so the hyphen does work yeah. on Bandcamp. Yeah, it does. The internet can be confusing, it man. It really is. And, and just being named Cook Feltz is kind of a confusing thing. I don't know. Cook Feltz sounds kind of cool. Sounds better than Bernard or Oak. That's true. Oh, I, I think Oak's pretty cool. Yeah. But I don't know about Bernard. Bernard but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Bernard. <laughs> We're not here to judge last names, gentlemen. We're here to celebrate the holiday season. Fine, fine. Before we let you go, Ben, yeah. um, so you talked about how you love the holidays growing up. Now you've got a little one, yeah. and I'm jealous because, to me, that was... 
the reinvention yeah. of Christmas for me, right? Like, I had my own memories, and yeah. I enjoyed it, and I never didn't enjoy it, but then having a little one, uh-huh. and the weird, wide-eyed, now yours might be just a touch young, but you're heading into oh, this so glorious, glorious mm-hmm. era where, you know, A, you get to relive your childhood, yeah. and B, you get to see the magic through the, I mean, let's be honest, Christmas is cool for everybody, mm-hmm. but Christmas is for kids. Oh, right? absolutely, and absolutely. I just, I remember, like, when my daughter was, like, six, seven, eight years old, we would get these outrageous Playmobil sets and then we would spend literally six hours putting them together and playing with them and I'll, you know, oh, I just love yeah. it. Yeah, and Stan is just getting into that this year. Like yeah. He's seeing the lights and his eyes are lighting up and yep. he knows what Christmas is now, at least the word. Um, and I do have to say, just kind of quickly, I, this is something I've been thinking about because in the last couple of years, Christmas is still special to me, yeah. but the the feeling isn't quite as like overwhelming as it used to be. And I realize that's because right now I'm getting to experience that kind of love mm-hmm. on a just absolute day in, day out, regular basis because right. I'm getting that from my son. Yeah. And, you know, it just makes it all even more special. A friend of mine just had a son uh, yeah. a couple months ago and I said right after the kid was born i said did you know you could love another human being that much and he said oh my gosh you just said it all no <laughs> it's crazy your brain chemistry changes it does when that new person yep. emerges yep. and i'll i'll never ever forget that early morning when it went down mm. your brain's never going to be the same again neither no. is your heart and right. it's oh and then you get to share <laughs> things with them like christmas yeah. or boomerang practice yeah, or godzilla oh, movies that. yeah godzilla or movies. boomerang practice oh yeah. my god <laughs> or both dude kaiju all right yeah get, you know what you should do is get stan a kaiju tattoo before you have any <laughs> idea what's going on there will there will be a lot of crying but later on when you have to explain why mecha godzilla wasn't actually a bad guy and more of a great character <laughs> it's going to be all worth it later yeah, on totally misunderstood <laughs> kaiju right there ben you uh good luck with your celebration you. this coming sunday for your christmas album Ben Cook Feltz, rather, dot com <laughs> is where you want to go to find out everything you need to know. Excellent to make your acquaintance. Yeah, yours as well. And Thanks Merry Christmas much. to you. Happy holidays, whatever you. you choose. Also, I've noticed it since the time you sat down, but <laughs> badass Weird Al Christmas tea oh, thank that you. you're wearing right there. Thank you so much. This was a gift from, from Ellen, and I love All right. it. Well, and give our best to Ellen as well, please. All right. So you've picked one last song for us Mm -hmm. to go out on. I made a few jokes, but also very, very earnestly expressed my love for all forms of holiday music up to and including Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're talking about Vikings meet U2, right? I mean, like... (laughs) But except with more yeah. explosions. Right. I mean, like, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra is heavy. Now, this this is a little more easy listening. Yep. But also, when it pops on, I can't be mad at it, man. Yep. I love this music. Yep, absolutely. This is my all-time favorite Christmas music is Mannheim Steamroller. And I, I fully realize that that... Whatever connotations come with that, but this is my favorite Mannheim song. Um, it's a little on the softer side, and this is the song... That every November around Thanksgiving I'll listen to, and it'll immediately put me in the Christmas spirit, and I just love it. Merry Christmas, Ben. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Sean. Merry Christmas, indeed.